Hello, gentle podcast listeners. You are listening to This Week in Brattleboro History, courtesy of the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. This week, Historical Society trustee Joe Rivers and his middle school history students examine the history of Brattleboro House. Released onto the World Wide Web Thursday, January 14th, 2016. It was 104 years ago this week that the second largest hotel in Brattleboro, the Brattleboro House, was sold to local furniture dealer Harry Emerson. Emerson paid $17,000 for the building and planned to tear it down. It was a time of high economic and political intrigue in Brattleboro. The Brattleboro House was a four-story hotel located at the southern end of Main Street, where Plaza Park is presently situated. The hotel had an interesting history. The original Brattleboro House was built in 1795 on land where the Crosby Block now stands. Vermont Artisan Designs and the Kitchen Sink presently occupy the area where the original Brattleboro House stood until a major downtown fire destroyed the west side of Main Street in October of 1869. At the time of the fire that destroyed the Brattleboro House, Jacob Estee had previously built two organ factories at the southern end of Main Street. However, after two fires and a flood disrupted his business, Estee decided to abandon his factories near the Whetstone Brook and build a new, larger factory on higher ground. Isaac Sargent was looking for a place to re-establish the Brattleboro House and took over the Estee factory building at the end of Main Street. One year later, in 1870, a newly created Brattleboro House opened. Sargent remodeled the four-story factory building so that it contained a hotel, barbershop, offices, bar, billiard rooms, and a hundred-seat dining room. At the time of the opening, there was great excitement as the hotel was conveniently located next to the railroad station and the bridge to New Hampshire. The hotel became a real focus for downtown gatherings, and most people thought it would be a rousing success. Unfortunately, Isaac Sargent was not able to earn back all of the money he had invested to reconfigure the building, and after a few years, the ownership of the Brattleboro House building was returned to the SD Company. SD retained the ownership until the 1890s, and a series of owners kept the business going until 1903. In 1903, Brattleboro voted to allow alcohol licenses to businesses. The Springfield Brewing Company bought the hotel so they could legally sell alcohol in town. This leads us to the economic and political intrigue. In the early 1900s, the Central Vermont and Boston and Maine railroads were in great competition with one another. Boston and Maine wanted to move into territory that was controlled by Central Vermont. The conflict led to threats of moving the railroad station from Brattleboro to Hinsdale, New Hampshire. This would have had dire economic consequences for the town. Local lawyer Clark Fitz became the spokesperson for Brattleboro in the railroad station negotiations, and it was during the deliberations between the railroads that Clark Fitz's brother-in-law, Harry Emerson, brought the Brattleboro house from the brewing company. Emerson held on to the hotel property and sold it to the railroad company soon after for a very sizable profit. Within a few years, the railroad crisis was solved. The railroads figured out a way to coexist, and the Union Station was built in Brattleboro. In 1913, the Brattleboro House was demolished so a public plaza could be created to support the newly constructed train station. The railroad company gave the former Brattleboro House land to the town, and over the next 10 years, Plaza Park was landscaped so that it looks much like it does today. We'd like to thank Eli, Zeb, Kira, and Alyssa for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.